Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever Mega Powers podcast. I'm Gaz. And I'm Dan. And we're here to talk to you basically about one of our favourite subjects, pro wrestling or sports entertainment as yeah. it's now known. Thanks Vince McMahon. Yeah, they're real good workers. Yeah, it's I, I don't get it. I mean, we were always raised with it. It was professional wrestling or it was... You know, it was just wrestling. But now it's... it's Ted Turner's wrestling. Yeah, it's these days, it's like, um, you can't call it wrestling. It's sports entertainment. I mean, what was it Triple H said on that uh, Stone Cold podcast? Do it, do it in your best Triple H. <laughs> my best Triple H. Yeah, go on. Well, K-Feb's kind of died now, so it's, we're in the reality era. <laughs> I love and, all And we're that. real good workers. We actually have full conversations. In, just, just try it. Uh, I don't know. Go to the shop, or if, if you're in, if, if you're in work and you're on the verge of getting sacked, and they say, you know, so why shouldn't we sack you, Mr. Jones? Because I'm a real good, underrated worker, like Kane. Yeah, like Kane, or apparently the Big Show's an underrated worker. Is he bollocks? He's a pile of cack. But that's that's the subject for another day. Yeah, we'll we'll talk I, about I the Big Show. I could go on about that for ages. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the Big Show today. What we're here to talk about now is um, we're literally about. You're probably, by the time you get to hear this podcast, by the time it's been edited, we're about a week away from WrestleMania 31. From WrestleMania! Which is taking place at Levi Stadium in, Lo- uh, is it Los Angeles, California? Yeah, Los Angeles, yeah. On Sunday... No, 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 San Francisco Bay. Yes, it, it, it was on the, the Tommy course. Tommy so will probably turn up in yeah. some point. He'll, he'll just turn up at the gate, he'll have a ticket, he'll just go, oh, hi, and I'll <laughs> let him in. And that'll be it. But yeah, it's... Oh, uh... hi, Daniel Bryan. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hi, Bugbox. <laughs> <laughs> you are not seeing me. <laughs> That's what he would say. That's, he's a scary, scary <laughs> man. But yeah, it's the 31st WrestleMania. Um, Even I... though they've dropped the numbers. Yeah, apparently they've dropped... It's now just... Well, some in some circles, they're, let, they're calling it WrestleMania Play. Because it's got that little play symbol. That's bollocks. Apparently, from now on, they're having symbols. So, like, next year, it's from Texas. Do they think they're prints or something? I don't know. I don't know. But um, It's appara- no longer going to be WrestleMania. It's just going to be symbol. Symbol, yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be symbol. Apparently, next year... The greatest year- event in sports entertainment. Symbol. symbol. Next year, it's uh, live from Texas, from the uh, Dallas Cowboys Stadium. And apparently... Let's hope Shawn Michaels turns up. Apparently, the rumoured symbol is it's going to be a star. Because they're the lone star state. Go figure, right? I, I don't... My head's know. in my hands now, Exactly, people. yeah. But yeah, the... the um, we'll, we might as well talk about it before we get out of uh, WrestleMania 31. The big rumour for next year... We might as well go... You know, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Stop we are this the, shit. We are, the fu- we are the future of podcasting. Yeah. Um, apparently, they're trying to coax Steve Austin out of retirement. Because it's in Texas, they're going to try and get Stone Cold back in the ring for one, one more match. Let's get Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels and find out who's the biggest Texan. Yeah. See, there you have Vince McMahon. Get us on your writing yeah. team. We're better. We'll, we'll, we'll... Vince Russo. He's Guys no longer just... there, is he? Vince exactly. Russo? Yeah. That... See, we we did that. WCW killed his career. Yes. Yes. But um, did. but yeah, get us on your writing team. We'll start. We'll do better um better um promos and everything that you've done with the Triple H Sting things. That's been bloody awful. It's, yeah. They they've the, done nothing with it. Pot- but we'll save it. Save it yeah, when we'll we get it. to that match. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, do you want to explain what we're going to do? Yeah, but what what basically we're going to do? We hope we're aiming to get out two podcasts a month, the Mega Powers podcast, named obviously after the greatest short-lived tag team oh, yes. in WWE. 
F slash E history. Field power. You know, it, it was it was crowned on that day on Saturday night's main event. Yeah. Where Hulk Hogan. If any of you have, just go on YouTube and check it out, or even go on the network. Yeah, it's Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage, and they're struggling. I mean, you can see that the pair of them are coked up to the tits. Oh, I yeah. And they're they're struggling to shake hands because they don't know if the universe is going to implode. Yeah. Whether it was kayfabe or it was the drugs, I don't know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, check it out. That's what we've named the podcast after yeah but yeah what we're aiming to get two podcasts out a month we're going to talk about like the possibly the week before each pay-per-view we're going to um we're yep. going to talk about what's going to happen the match is coming up and then the following week we'll put out a podcast basically reviewing each event so we thought why not like they did with the network last year they started the network with i know uh, this isn't 9.99 a month no, this this won't cost you ninety nine nine a month, and it won't be endorsed by Hulk Hogan. No, with a t shirt and everything. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we thought we'd start off with the grand, the was it the grandest stage of them all, yeah. the showcase of immortals. So apparently, they don't call it that no more because it makes it sound old. <laughs> We're gonna start with WrestleMania thirty one. I'm sorry, that's bollocks. It's total cack. It's bollocks. It's like he, you know, Vince McMahon is like he, the the man has got a forty million dollar house. Yeah. And his Bentley got stolen a few months ago, and it was retrieved in the Bronx and <laughs> apparently it has a $100,000 sound system nice I mean, what the friggin hell is why is he Vince wants McMahon... to hear his workers yeah but why is volume. why is Vince McMahon popping bottles of Declare at 69 years old <laughs> Jesus Christ well he was with Trish Stratus for a while yeah but that was that was yeah, yeah I don't I, I'm not yeah, well, whilst, well, his, whilst his wife was in a coma yeah she was sort of sat there looking <laughs> blank yeah yeah but anyway. well, everyone knows it was Vince McMahon's excuse to get a bit of Exactly. I mean, if if you own the company, you might as well try and shag half your workforce. Because <laughs> they're, yeah. they're real good workers. Yeah. They're real <laughs> underrated whores. And they got big boobies. Yeah. yeah and he calls them breasts. <laughs> that sounds a bit more senior. I it mean, does, doesn't it? You yeah. can just imagine Vince McMahon sitting there, you know, I've got the grapefruit, damn it. And you have exquisite breasts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going off topic. Right, let's... Uh, uh, that's what podcasts are for. Yeah. They're for you to just go wild. <laughs> like Ultimate Warrior, shake the ropes and shit. If I had any ropes to shake, they would have been shaken by now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not going to shake anything. No. Okay? We've got the most ramshackled setup. <laughs> Is, uh, we've got the MacBook plugged in on the coffee table with the power cable stretched across the room. I'm actually recording my vocals. You, Mr. Podcast over there has got one of these... Um, was it blue snowball microphones? Other microphones for podcasting are available. He's got a, a professional setup with a little mic stand and a yeah, pop shield. A pop shield. I've got a SingStar microphone sitting on top of a hard drive. <laughs> yes, I'm yeah. awesome. But anyway, we're, we'll um, let's crack on. We're, we're about six time. minutes in, and we haven't well seven minutes now. And we yeah. haven't even started. <laughs> exactly. So uh, let's kick off with the matches. So the first match we've got on the list is Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins. What's your thoughts on that one, mate? Well, I I I'm a big fan of Seth Rollins. I yeah. like him. He's a re- he's he's a good worker. <laughs> That's gonna come up quite often in this. But no, because um, my first kind of foray back into the new WWE universe was the Royal Rumble, mm. and that was kind of like my sort of introduction to it all. And Seth yeah. Rollins just stole it for me at that event. He was so good in that match with uh, John Cena and um, the Beast, 
Um, the raining. Uh, yeah. What was it? The raining. Undefended. The raining. Defending. Undisputed. WWE heavyweight champion of the world. The conqueror. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that guy. What a guy. Yeah. And um, I do like Seth Rollins. Obviously, um, bloody Randy Orton has come back just quickly and they've thought, right, crap, he's back. Let's get him in a match. Yeah. So yeah. that's been really a lot of time. Some people would say, oh, you've had months to build this up because obviously Randy Orton's been out and now he's coming back for revenge and all this stuff. Mm. But it's a shame to see Seth Rollins kind of been pushed back a little bit. I think we all know why. We all know why, yeah, yeah. but it is a shame. Dickgate. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's a shame because he's so talented He's good on the microphone. Mm. He's good in the ring. So it, all in all, he's a good worker. I think the um, me personally, I think. But it could be an interesting match. Oh, Don't yeah. get me if this opens it, it could be a really good match to start it off. I think Orton will definitely put him over. Um, but I think the creative team have dropped the ball. Because yeah. you think about it. This could have they they could have started. I mean, all right. If I don't know if I've not read any of the dirt sheets to see if he had been legitimately injured or if he'd failed another drugs to probably like his tenth drugs test. I don't know. Yeah. But what they they they've missed the golden opportunity to build and build and build Orton back in the authority, and then for him to I mean he's been in there for about ten minutes, and then all of a yeah. sudden he's sort of he you know, he's turned on him and he's become this big sort of. Stone Cold esque anti hero. <laughs> they could have built that for you know for at least a month or two. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then the payoff would have been a lot better. But um, I think at the moment, like you know, the breakout stars of the Shield. I think the only one really who's is shite is Roman Reigns. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, but I mean, I'll hold my hands up and admit, um, when the Shield first come through, you knew with most stables whether it was the NWO, the Horsemen. The Freebirds, DX. DX, the Nation. You always knew that there was either going to be people that went away from the stable, or the stable was going to implode, and you had like the breakout stars. And I'll hold my hands up and admit how I cu- I couldn't have been any wronger. I always said that the one that was struggled was Dean Ambrose, <laughs> and the guy is He's definitely dominating. one of my favourites. He's absolutely awesome. Yeah. But Seth Rollins is basically he's the total package. Like like Dan said before. He's um, he's good on the mic. His ring work is second to none. The guy puts himself out there. He's willing to take bumps. He's willing to sell. He's for me. He was the best part of the the triple threat at the Rumble. Yeah, he was. The guy, even when the, the, like the the Shield's first match at TLC a couple of years ago, he stole the show. He he jumped off everything. He bumped everything. He never he didn't pull any you know, no sells or anything. The guy's awesome. The guy is definitely got a future and uh, to be honest i'm very very surprised i think they must have sort of forgiven him for basically getting the dick out on instagram yeah because i actually thought oh no when they brought in this whole john stewart angle yeah i, I worried actually that was thought gonna be it was gonna be one thing. of these novelty rest like we had a couple of years ago with them um, was it michael cole and jack swagger and, against, and obviously uh, jim J- ross and whoever yeah, it was and jay let letterman against hogan yeah and you kind of think are they gonna Basically say fuck you, Seth Rollins. You got your dick out. We're a PG show. You're gonna, you know, put. Uh, you, we're basically gonna bury you 
with John Stewart. Yeah. But they haven't done it, which I'm really happy about. But I think this has got potential to be a good match. Yeah. I mean, Orton's ring work of of recent years has become quite basic. I mean, he used to be sort of he he was the guy with all the tools. But these days, he basically just punches, kicks, and European uppercuts his way through matches. See, I'm quite interested because I've never seen Orton fight. Yeah, I've he... never seen him fight, so I'm quite interested to see him work. The best way to describe it is, like I say, he basically punch, kick, European uppercut, and then he moves the doom. The three-move shuffle. Basically, yeah. But um, He's basically a harder John Cena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, he's, but I think he's going to be good. I do think he's going to be good. But um, who are you calling for this one? It's got, to be, it's got to be good old Bug Box himself, Seth Rollins. In case you're wondering why we're calling him Bug Box, <laughs> and just to kind of just story. kind of fill you in, so we're not kind of doing inside jokes, which we have been criticised for quite frequently. Mm. Um, basically, in, an, in when, another life, yeah. <laughs> when we watched the Royal Rumble, it was me, Gaz, and uh, Gaz's um, wife to be, the wife to be, Sammy. They're the Duchess of Ponky herself, Sammy. Yeah. Um, we kind of had a conversation saying, "What do you think?" Seth Rollins has in his briefcase as money, uh, the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, because we had a comp there the night before the Rumble. We were sat watching the uh, Raw for the week before, and uh, they were on about. And in that, in that briefcase, the Money in the Bank briefcase is a contract for a number one contender's blah blah blah. And uh, I, I was just sitting there. I said, I bet it's not. And there's nothing in there. He's probably got his butties in there or something. And then my missus kicked up saying. He probably keeps bug. He looks the type of bloke to put bugs in there and put them in life so they're fresh for his lunch. So we've he's affectionately become known as Bug Box. I'd so, love yeah. to. I'd love to um, hear hear that Seth Rollins has heard this and acknowledges that we call him Bug Box. Yeah, I, I if would, he can ever drop the term Bug Box in a promo in Raw, I'll be very happy. I wouldn't fight him though. The guy is a super. They, they call, oh yeah, he's a They beast. call Rusev the super athlete, yeah. but if I follow him on Instagram. And he's always, he's, he, I don't he's think he has a social out. life. No. He's, if he, whether he's doing gymnastics or just lifting weights or he's just, yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, so you, you call him Rollins. <laughs> yeah, on this one. Rollins has got yeah. to win it because yeah. let's be honest, if, because I believe, now this is me trying to go off me watching WrestleMania Rewind and watching, um, obviously, um, CM Punk winning it twice. I believe you only have 12 months to cash it in. Am I right? Yes, but um, so, don't forget the money, the money in the bank was July. Right, okay. So, so it's, so it's he's, basically so not he's still to mania, a... to mania. He's got it until then. Right, okay. So he could hold on so to it So he could hold on to a little bit minute, longer. Yeah, but if basically. he is going to cash it in at Mania, they're going to want him to win and get over... Mm. And people to go, yeah, he's won, yeah, yeah. he beat. Yeah. Obviously, people may, or they'll get it so they boo him because he's beaten Randy Orton, yeah. and then he's gonna give him the ultimate kick down because he is yeah. the big heel at the moment and take the world championship, yeah. which I'm really hoping happens. Right, I've read some interesting regarding that, but I'll I'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we get to the main event. Match. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, what are you calling? As much as I love Randy Orton, I've got, I'm I'm hoping that they put Seth Rollins over because the yeah, guy yeah. Des- the guy deserves his WrestleMania moments. So, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a clean sweep. We're both going there. Uh, yeah, we got Rollins on that yeah. one. So yeah, so Rollins on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And what we'll do as well when we come back um, after WrestleMania, we'll compare the actual winnings to who we said, yeah. so then we can see how accurate we were yeah, or so how good we were at guessing. So we both said Rollins on that one. Yeah. 
The next match we've got, which is, to be honest, is one I'm looking forward to seeing. It's not the one I want to see, but it's going to be interesting, is uh, Bray Wyatt versus The Undertaker. Now, we've not seen, it's as cliched as it is every freaking year, we've not seen The Dead Man since last year in the shock 21-1 and one at the hands of the beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. See, I wasn't even watching uh, WWE when this all happened. but Broke the streak. But social media exploded. Yeah, yeah. Like People who you would never, ever think would watch wrestling all came out and was like, holy crap. It's the Undertaker's up. lost the streak, and the tip and the memes were coming out of the people in the audience, yeah. with the hands on their yeah. heads and hands yeah. over mouths it's and everything like that. It's not usually until something major happens in pro wrestling that you find out who the closet fans are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm 30 now. I'm 31 this year, and I get teased for watching pro wrestling. Um, but then, like, like when the Ultimate Warrior died, and when Randy Savage died, and it was just floods of rest in peace ultimate warrior you were yeah, my yeah. favorite and you were this and people talking about wrestling it's like you know don't be ashamed of it yeah you know, it's it's just a form of entertainment yeah, at the end of the day yeah you know but no we've not seen undertaker since last year and usually by now you would have seen him at least yeah, in the flesh at least once see i've got a feeling they're building it so basically you've got wyatt is gonna i mean we've got like we've got one more Raw till WrestleMania. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see him until WrestleMania. No, I don't think we will I think either. he'll pop up and he'll get a bigger pop that way because nobody's yeah. seen him. But um, I think that was the mistake they made last year. He'd come out and sort of squared up with Lesnar and blah, blah, blah. But... It took away the mystique. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, actually, nobody's seen him. I mean, there's been photographs floating around. I mean, I saw a photo of him in the summer and he looked his age. He looked yeah, really yeah. fucked and haggard. Um, which was a bit worrying when they were saying, oh, we don't know if he's going to be out for Mania, blah, 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 blah. Um, I mean, it was rumoured for a long, long time he was going to be fighting Wade Barrett, and he was going to put Barrett over. Huh. But apparently he, I don't know how true this is, I read on one of the dirt sheets, that he came out and said, if I come back for Mania, I won't Bray Wyatt. So that's an interesting one. But I saw, and obviously people were saying, oh, Sting and The Undertaker, that's going to happen that at WrestleMania. The, yeah, that, that's been the dream match for about 10 years now. I mean, uh, I'll talk more about Sting when we get to the Sting-Triple H match. But uh, Michelle McCool, Undertaker's wife, how he managed that, I'll never bloody know. He's the dead man. Yeah. He got his urn out. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> the dead man walk. And then as they're just about to do this, oh, power Yeah. It's brilliant. She... She put pictures up on her Instagram of him training. He, he looks in good. Shape. Yeah, yeah, he looks good. Until you see him at Mania, he has this big, massive intro with fire and dead people and purple smoke. And then he takes his coat off and you see his bitch tits and it's like, oh my days, what's going on, man? And he's painting his um, really red face. Yeah. Because he's put loads of fake Yeah, tan on. and he just looks haggard. But um, it's going to be interesting to see what sort of state he's in because last year whether it was because they were trying to make Lesnar look like this unstoppable force of nature yeah he looked awful but yeah take a look like shit he couldn't wrestle no Lesnar basically he couldn't walk out of there for God's sake Lesnar basically took him apart and it was it was quite sad to I mean I know you know to an extent it's not real Um, sorry if I've ruined anyone's dreams but K-Feb's died Lesnar basically we're in the reality yeah Lesnar basically ate him and pooped him out, <laughs> yeah. and then ate him again. But it being, I mean, Wyatt's hot property right now. Wyatt is, um, he's awesome. 
He's, he's, he's real hot right now. He's a real good worker. He is. I mean, to think, you know, he's the son of Erwin R. Scheidster. You would never think no, it. No, and he, if, if any of you remember him, <clears throat> he came in with the Nexus originally from NXT. Yeah, Dan's looking at me blank now because... Uh, I, I wasn't around when the, the, the Nexus was going. He had about a 15-year break from wrestling. Where I, I took a holiday. Yeah, I, I carried on watching. Um, Chanting CM Punk, where, where's all the kids going, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's a funny story for another time. Yeah, um, yeah. When the Nexus came through, Ray Barrett and uh, a young Ryback, aka Skip Sheffield, feed me more. Daniel Bryan and uh, Justin Gabriel, Heath Slater, David Ortunga, and they brought through um, Husky Harris, and he described he was this short-haired kid. He wasn't Bob Harris, was he off Radio Two? No, he's not whispering Bob Harris off Radio Two. Yes. This is him on the way here, actually. He's quite good. <laughs> Um, he described himself as a what was it a a Sherman tank with a Ferrari engine, and he was shit. And then Randy Orton, but he's still shit. Randy mm. Orton punted him in the head, and he went away. And he went to, back to NXT and developed this sort of like backcountry cult leader gimmick, Bray Wyatt. And it's awesome because he plays the part so well. Apparently, he writes his own promos. That doesn't surprise me yeah. because when you look at him when he's doing his promos. He believes every word he's Ooh. saying. Whereas if you look at some guys when they're cutting their promos... Roman Reigns! Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Clear me yeah. yeah. But um, some guys... When you, and I know Triple H... No, no, Triple H didn't mention it. Stone Cold said it in an yeah. interview. They're literally... Some people are literally given every word to yeah. say. And you can yeah. see in their eyes they're trying to remember it. Whereas back in, in the good old days... They just do it off the cuff. Yeah, even like because it's it did it for me um, for a little while around about 2010, um, 2012. You could see a lot of it was scripted and yeah. a lot of the stuff that Cena was coming out with. And Randy Orton was the worst for it. He would basically reel off all this and I'm gonna punch you in the balls and then I'm gonna stamp on your nan's dinner and all that. And then I flicked over to the other uh, company, TNA. And at the time, they were basically flogging every dead horse available. So you were... Basically, WCW. Yeah, at one point, there was... Um, you had Mick Foley backed by um, EV 2.0, which was basically ECW, but they couldn't use the name. And Flair was with um, his group Fortune, which were basically like a modern equivalent of... Um, the Horsemen. The Horsemen, it was... I think it was Flair. I mean, quote me on this if I'm wrong, but it was um, AJ Styles, um, some other bloke, another guy, and somebody else. That's how <laughs> memorable they were. And Ric Flair and Mick Foley were in the middle of the ring, promoing off each other. And it was just, there was so much passion. And they've been, it was magic. Yeah, the fact that they're both standing there shouting and bawling and like punching themselves in their heads so they were bleeding and they were really going and thinking, you know what? This this is a shit company, but you can't, you know, these old guys, basically dinosaurs of the sport, are showing the youngins how it's done. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I do agree what Stone Cold said about the promo thing. But anyway, we're going off yeah, topic. Yeah. <laughs> Back to Wyatt versus The Undertaker. I think, sadly, I think Wyatt's going to carry him. I think this will basically win, lose, or draw. It's Undertaker's last round. Yeah, and, and I think it's basically going to send Wyatt to that whole other level as far as being a bad guy goes. Uh, I mean, but he's one of those bad guys where you sort of, he's a bad dude and he does mean things. 
but you you can't help but like him. I think yeah, he's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I, I do like Bray Wyatt from mm. what I've seen of him, like when he does his spider walk, which is frightening because you would never s- suspect a man of that size to be able to do that it. bloke shouldn't be able to no. do that. But I really don't know how to call this. No, it's going to be tight. It's gonna, I, I don't know whether I can answer it. No. Because I, I really... Because there's so many variables this way. It could go, like you said, Bray Wyatt could go over and just push his healness right to the skies and because he, he's defeated the dead mm. man, he's the new face of evil and all that stuff. But then, with it possibly being Undertaker's last match, are they going to go out on a bang? Are they going to want him to go out yeah. on a bang? Or they could do it as a uh, a bit of a unknown ending. Yeah. They could yeah. do something like that so you don't know who won. Like, put something in it so it makes it so there's no way of knowing who won. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a bit of a, a um, King Kong versus Godzilla, if you will. Yeah, like that, except that I don't think Bray Wyatt will be smiling like that. No, and he won't be flying through the air or anything no, like that. No. But yeah, it's um, it'll probably be about a week long. Um, Undertaker will have the longest in next to Triple H. Undertaker will have the longest intro of yeah, the entire yeah, yeah. event. That's probably why it's four hours longer. They need about an yeah. hour to get his wrinkly old ass down to the ring. And Triple H and have all his stuff, it, yeah. all his gubbins. Half yeah. of the budgets on Triple H's entrance. Basically, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm I'm not. I don't know. Cause I think, like I said, win, lose, or draw, I think why it's going to go over and it's going to be awesome, but I can't call this one. I can't mm, call it. It's 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 a no. very tough one. I mean, me personally, I, I would I would love to see Undertaker win just yeah. to redeem himself from last year. Yeah. That's the that I think that's the thing. To be honest, with you, I think that's what everyone wants. I think even I think if you ask Bray Wyatt, I think he would say the same. Yeah. You know, I I want Undertaker to basically go out in a blaze of glory. I'll put him over. Yeah. I get the feeling as well, because it was a thing that Bray was doing for a while, and he hasn't done it recently, to, to my knowledge, is he used to try and tempt his opponent to finish him. Yeah. And I think he's going to tempt Undertaker uh, to do I mean, it, and Undertaker's just... going, ah, sod you. Yeah, false <laughs> you. So, yeah, we're, we're, so we're calling this one a uh, a question mark, then. Yeah. Yeah, I'll... I'll... But I would like Undertaker to win, but we'll I can't... We'll, we'll, we'll go... We'll, we'll, we might as well... We might yeah, as... let's say yeah. Undertaker's going to Und- win. Undertaker to win, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, spot on, right. So that's yeah. Taker versus Bray Wyatt covered. Undertaker to win as far as the Mega Powers are concerned. Yeah. Beaver's action now with uh, AJ Lee and Paige versus the Bella Twins. Bree and Nikki Bella. What's your thoughts on this one? I'm not the only person in the world looking forward to this. You're you're like a weird fan of the Divas. It's a bit disturbing how much you like the Divas matches. Okay, right. There there are some Divas in the Federation. Oh, I shouldn't call it the Federation. It's called the Entertainment or whatever it is. Um, Business. In the business. There are some, I I admit, can't. Oh, they no. can't wrestle. They're just there for TNA. Yeah, let's be honest. yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't mean the other company. Yeah, but there's the odd one or two which can actually, who can actually fight. Mm. Paige is one of them. I think she's a really talented wrestler. She's a real good worker. Uh, I think she she can do. I mean, she's been women's champion a couple of times. Twice. Yeah, no, twice. So it proves, and the fact she comes from a British wrestling family. Yeah. Well, she's been she the first match was it at age thirteen. Yeah. You know, that, that says a lot. Yeah. You know, for the fact she went in there and she basically had the know-how to work spots at 13. I mean, that's remarkable. That really is. Yeah, exactly. So people like her are really good. I've never seen AJ Lee fight, but I assume she's pretty good because... She's not 
But Miss... people seem to like her. Yeah, it's because she's married to the best in the world. Yeah, I suppose. And Phil Brooks, bless him. Yeah. You know. But um, yeah, the the Bellas are all right. Yeah, they're, they're okay. They they let's. All I'm gonna say is this match could have been booked the wrong way. We could have had Paige and AJ Lee against Summer Rae and someone else. Well, they're not. Not. They're not. It would have been perfect if they had Natalia in there as well because she can wrestle as well. Well, that's usually what they do. They basically think, right, um, just to show that we're not all about the wrestlers, we're going to have a diva spot. And usually, it cut, at WrestleMania, it's usually one of the first matches they'll have a divas battle royal <laughs> or. They'll have like a, uh, uh, a six or eight person Divas tag match. And it usually comes after the Undertaker's match. So Undertaker's match will run over by about 20 minutes and they get about 10 minutes to all get in the ring, fight and then leave. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think it's interesting booking this year because they haven't basically chucked everyone in there. They've basically picked, in my opinion, four of the best in the Divas, with the exception yeah, yeah. of Natalia. Um, four of the best in the Divas division. Yeah. Um, Although there, there are other Divas who are in like NXT and that people say, no, 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 they're good as well. Like, uh, is it like uh, Rip? Is it, is it, is it, is it, does she go as. It's not Charlotte Flair, is it, is it Miss Charlotte or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah but apparently, I've not seen, I'm not up to date on the NXT, but uh, from what I've heard, she's fantastic. She's yeah, really but good. Bailey's pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I can't remember her name, but there's a girl, she's from she's from Ireland as well. Yeah. yeah, so um, yeah, she's quite good as well. I can't remember her name. Someone's probably shouting at us now for it. But um, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to the match because we've got some quite good divas in there. And yeah, they're all, they're, to be honest, that those four could actually wrestle. Yeah, I mean, I've always they can, sl- and they can pull off a storyline. Yeah. I mean, I've always slagged the Bella twins off because let's be honest, they're just there because they're twins. And the one of them's married to John Cena. One of them's married He's to not Daniel. Ma- she's not married to John Cena. Oh, she not Cena. You. Do- I don't watch Total Divas, well, mate. Well, neither do I. <laughs> yes, hell. you do. The, the, the Duchess watches it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, she seen her... He, he, to be honest, you watch Total Divas, he's a bit of a twat in real life. <laughs> he really is. He's really... Does he give up a lot? He's really controlling. Yeah. And he basically... He's really, quite nasty, really. The fact that he always goes on about how he doesn't want to... He's just, he's just got divorced... He doesn't want everyone to get married again. He has no desire to have children. So, so you could say he's given up on marriage. Yeah, never give up, John Cena. You've given Except up. Except marriage. Yeah, <laughs> but then that's uh, and again, Trusev. That's Nikki Bella. That's that's with John Cena, and the other one is with the resident farmyard animal Daniel Bryan. Exactly. But um, I'm doing a yes, by the way. Yes, you can't hear it. Like no, you can't. You can hear the audience though if you exactly. listen carefully. But I think this one, um, as much as I'd like to say, ah, oh, you know, it's a win for the home team. I think the Bellas will do it. I think the Bellas are going to win. I don't think so. No. No, because they've been getting a lot of victories recently. They haven't had that many losses. Yeah, but they are like the because. Part of oh yeah. Brand. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course they are. But I think everyone's going. They're, they're hoping everyone's going to be thinking the Bellas are going to win. Yeah, and then it's going to be. What? Then it's going to be like, yeah, Paige and AJ Lee have won. Paige, uh, a.k.a. Pasty, as you call her. Well, that's what I used to call her. Pasty. Again, Rumble happened, and we had Natalia walk out. She's all tanned and everything. And I was like, oh, who's that? Oh, she looks like she's from, from the Heart Group. Oh, that's cool. And then this, like, sort of non-tanned, dark-haired girl comes out. I'm like, who's that? And obviously, I didn't know her name. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, who's Pasty there? 
And then it, then I saw her and I was like, oh, Paige, right, okay. And then I watched her fight. I was like, bloody hell, she's actually pretty good. Then they said, um, from Norwich, England. Norwich. Yeah. It's Norwich, not Norwich. Yeah, yeah, Norwich, England. I was like, oh, she's British as well. Brilliant. And the fact she's from Norwich, it's like the most fucking random yeah. place. You might as well have said from, you know, from... Uh, Preston. From Beresford or something <laughs> like Punky. that. From <laughs> Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. yeah, so you're going for Paige and AJ. Yes. I'm going for the Bellas on that one. So we're split down the middle on this match. So, yep. uh, yeah, let's see what happens. Russia versus the United States. New versus old. Rusev versus John Cena for the the first of the championship matches on our roster, the United States Championship. Your thoughts? John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. He's been the man now for what feels like forever. He's basically twelve years. Oh, it feels too long. Yeah, too long. Um, I don't think the Cena train will ever stop. I think the Cena train will stop. When he's had enough, or basically or when, when he gives up, yeah, or when they can't sell any more of his merch, because as much as the crowd boos him, you know, Cena sucks, and when his music plays, and, and it's they, got, they're going, Cena sucks, yeah, yeah, and it's going, John Cena sucks, that's it, it's going like that. Um, they're never going to get rid of him because the guy sells more merch than most of the roster put together. He's done more, make, granted more Make-A-Wish things than, I think, anybody at the foundation. Yeah. He never, he, he just doesn't stop working. The, he's a real good worker. He is, he is. I mean, like I said, much, I mean, I, I, I told you he's going to come his, for his, his, his wrestling is shite. I've always said that, but you cannot take away the fact that the guy never stops. The guy only ever stops working when he physically can't move. And the last time he had time off, it's because he basically had a a growth on his elbow the size of an egg. It was ridiculous. I sort of remember seeing it. I think, bloody hell. But, um, yeah, what the, the things the guy's done for the business, um, I mean, people compare him to Hulk Hogan, and I don't see that in a negative light. Because you look at where wrestling was in the 80s, and then you look at where it was by the beginning of the 90s, when, you know, the end of the Hogan era. And, the new generation. Yeah, it's, he basically turned it over and more people watched it. I mean, you know, they go on about, oh, you know, Cena gets a polar opposite reaction everywhere he goes. To an extent, I think that's bollocks. Because I went to a um, a live event a couple of years ago in Birmingham. This is when Cena Nation was in its prime. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, CM Punk was the leader of the Nexus. Daniel Bryan had just come in. Sheamus was still a heel. Um, And Cena... I mean, every other person was wearing a Cena shirt. I mean, you had kids there in the full garb and everything. He came out and the whole place went apeshit. The only person booing John Cena was yours truly. <laughs> Where we, we managed to get really good tickets that year. So we were sat on the floor about seven rows from the front. And there was all these little kids sitting around uh, with all the gear on. It was when Cena had the red gear on. And uh, they're all like... Oh, and he was oh, trying to be Hulk Hogan. Basically, yeah. And they're all like, let's go, Cena! And I was like, Cena sucks! Complete with beer in hand. Yeah, I was two or three beers deep at this point, and I'm not a big drinker, so I was a bit three sheets to the wind. So yeah, as they were shouting, let's go, Cena, I was Cena sucks all over the place. And the parents were laughing. Yeah, the parents laughed. But I think he is starting to wind down now. Yeah, they keep keep making references to it by saying this old man. Yeah, yeah, and... Who better 
to basically legitimise the fact that his time is coming to an end than the supreme, was it the super athlete? The mad Russian. You know, <laughs> the uh, the hero of the Russian Federation, yeah. Rusev. I mean, the guy is Bulgarian, for starters. Yeah. You know. And then Lana's not even Russian, she's from San Antonio, Texas. Exactly. And the fact that you can... <laughs> and now Lana's disappeared to go film a movie. Yeah, but apparently uh, they might be bringing that in as part of the story. Oh, for right. it to come back to WrestleMania. But the guy has clearly got a tattoo on his upper arm that says yeah. Bulgaria. Yeah. With the Bulgarian, yeah. like, the country and the colours and everything. But he's awesome. Yeah, he is Rusev good. is amazing. I mean, for a big guy, he kind of reminds me of... Um, Mark Henry in his prime. Yeah, or like Umaga or... Uh, you know, like basically, Rikishi. Yeah, big guys that could... Or, or like the, the head shrinkers. Yeah. They were big guys, but fuck me, could they move. And this guy is lightning quick, and he can wrestle. Yeah. And I think the best thing they did was stick him with Lana, because his mic work is okay, but I don't think he'd have come across as basically dominating as he is without yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody there to voice him. And it gives it the whole Ivan Drago thing, you know, I Russia versus you. America, you know. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Yokozuna, yeah. Lex, Lex Luger, Luger versus Ludwig Borger, yeah. Hogan, Hogan versus Slaughter. Slaughter, Rocky, Ivan Drago. All that stuff. Yeah, you know, it's sort of... I think, if anything, I think because you can see that they're sort of... It's going away from Cena now. They're going to wind his career down. I think that's why every promo he does, he's pushing the America thing. He's not pushing, you know, I'm John Cena and I'm going to twist your leg off and beat you with a wet end. It's basically, you know, I'm doing it for America. Just so anything. So I think they're hoping that, because um, this is probably his last run, as far as major storylines go. Um, I think they're just sort of trying to get as many people behind him as possible. But um, I read something the other day that um, this might be the same thing I read, but go on. It made made me a bit sad. The fact that they're. Um, Triple H's big idea is to try and legitimise the United States title once again. And for me, that says that they're going to put it on Cena. Which I think is a bit of a waste. Because you build Rusev up as this, like I've said it a few times already, the super athlete. You know, he can't be beaten. He's undefeated in like a hundred years. And then Cena's going to stop him like he does with everybody. Yeah. It's boring. Boring. You know, if anything, you're going to legitimise the United States title by keeping it on a wrecking machine. Yeah. And he's a fucking Russian wrecking machine. You know. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I heard that they were going to try and legitimise it, and that's probably how they're going to do it, unfortunately. Yeah. So it wouldn't... It really wouldn't... And to be honest with you, when John Cena passed out, in inverted commas... Yeah. At fast lane, and when you didn't see him win, I thought I could see it from then. I thought he's going to get his revenge yeah. at Mania. It's going to build up, and and then when they were doing, and then as soon as John Cena walked out, looked at the sign, it was like, right, yeah, they're doing it. Yeah. And then, then they chucked it. the thing. I didn't see coming was the whole Murica thing. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Well, because, you could see it. Yeah, I, I could see, see so. Yeah, yeah I, could, I knew yeah. they were going to mention it, but yeah. I didn't think they were going to push it that hard. No. But it's like you said, it's probably because I mean, whenever he would um, this week's uh, well, 
Um, yeah, we'll say this week's Raw. The Raw the where they... With the, 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 the contract where they sign, signing. Yeah, the Raw... Hello, John Cena. It is nice. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, the really the shittiest yeah. Russian... Uh, Even JBL could see through yeah, it. The shit, he's from Austin, Texas. Yeah. The shittiest Russian lawyer ever. He's the car front contender. Yeah. <laughs> Someone get that Wayne Rooney in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he didn't start talking about bloody... He British did. Football, did. Did he? you not hear it? Yeah. He said about, oh, he knocked him out like Phil Bardley knocked out Wayne Rooney this week. That's it, yeah, he yeah. did. But um but yeah. Um yeah, when John Cena was before obviously Rusev came out to sign the contract and he was saying all this America stuff, when the when John Cena walked out there was a mixed reaction, as there always is with him. The minute he started doing his whole I've been on the front line with our troops, our men and women in the army, and I'm doing this for America, blah, blah, blah. Everyone was behind him, and that's exactly what they want. They well, yeah. want everyone yeah. behind John Cena. They don't want a, ba- a a heel, basically, to defeat another heel. They want yeah. a good guy versus a bad guy. Yeah. So I think Cena is going to win it. Mm. Based, not that I'm pleased with that result, because I would personally love to see Rusev keep mm. dominating, but I think they're going to have Cena win because of the fact they want this whole we want to legitimise the yeah. the United States Championship and they're going to I feel they're going to legitimise the Intercontinental Championship in case a certain contract goes ahead. Yeah. Because well, if a certain contract goes ahead, there's a possible chance that someone might retain their title. But we'll talk about that when we yeah. get to it. So you're saying Cena for this one. Yeah, my unfortunately. Head, my head says Cena because of what I've read, but you can never 100% trust the dirt sheets. So I'm going to go with Rusev because the guy's just awesome. Like, there's no other word for him. He's brilliant. Yeah. So we're split down the middle on that one as well. Cena versus Rusev. Check it out. The ladder match for the WWE Intercontinental Championship pits WWE Intercontinental Champion an all-around cracking bloke. Bad news. The bloody Barry. man. He's a bloody... I'm the bloody champion. I'm the bloody champion. He's awesome. Bad news Barrett is the man. And he's going to be fighting, basically, R-Truth, Dean Ambrose, Luke Harper, Dolph Ziggler, Stardust, and Daniel Bryan. Get rid of Stardust. Get rid of Luke Harper. Get rid of R-Truth. And we would have had a, yeah. an amazing when match. If you think about that now, you'd have had a bad news Barrett, Dean Ambrose... Dolph Ziggler and Daniel Bryan. That, on paper, is the greatest ladder... Well, it, I would put it up there. I mean, I, the, the match hasn't even happened. Yeah. Uh, but I would put it up there with Sean and uh, Scott right. Hall from WrestleMania 10. Hmm. And I'd, I'd even put it up there with Triple H and uh, The Rock from SummerSlam 98. Hmm. Because that, that was an awesome match. Even the, the flipping the yeah. ladder matches of the Hardy Boys and yeah, Edge yeah. and Christian. Because, let's be honest, Dolph Ziggler is in my eyes, the hottest commodity that is being so underused at the moment. He's here to show the world. Yeah, the guy, and he he doesn't lie when he says he's basically here to show off and steal the show. The guy is amazing. For me, uh, um, TLC, I think it was TLC when he fought Luke Harper in the ladder match. I don't know. It was the best match of the night. It was amazing. You know, it was um, basically they both sold everything and Ziggler, as he does, oversells everything. And it was just brilliant. Um, That's part of the Ziggler charm. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of got this, like, Shawn Michaels, Billy Gunn thing yeah, going yeah, yeah. on. Um, Daniel Bryan, what can I say about Daniel? What what, what could you say about Daniel Bryan, yes. honestly? Yes. <laughs> just yes. 
<laughs> just raise your hands yeah. and do the yes chant. Not only is he Nobby, one of the fittest wrestlers of all time. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yeah. Yes! Oh, oh yes! Um, he's pretty much... He's like the unsung hero. But he is the garden gnome. Yeah, I mean, CM Punk always used to go on about being the voice of the voiceless and all that. But Brian basically is the guy... Well, he's picked up that ball where CM Punk's left yeah, off. He, well, kind of. He never, ever needed a push. The fans have loved him from... From basically from day one. From the moment the beard hit. Yeah, from day one, people have loved him. And it's probably because they know the journey he's been on. I mean, the guy's wrestled in Japan. He had a hell of a career as the American dra- Dragon, Brian Danielson, at uh, Ring of Honor. Um, and he's just he's just fantastic. I mean, the guy nearly broke his neck. But then, to look at the way he wrestles now, usually you get guys come back from an injury like that, and they're a little bit reserved, and they hold it back a bit. Not Brian. Brian goes 100 mile an hour at everything. Mm. And he's 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 awesome. I mean, who else we got? We got Dean Ambrose in there and all. The, the, the guy man. who I said was gonna suck outside the Shield. Yeah. But he's coming to his own because he's just a frigging lunatic. Ba- lunatic. Basically, the WWE's equivalent of Dirty Eddie. Yeah, he's like a cross <laughs> between like Edward Elizabeth Hitler, Heath Ledger's Joker, and um, think of someone else. I don't know. Them two will do. Yeah, them two. Like a dirty Joker. Yeah. Joker Eddie. Yeah, Joker Eddie, yeah. Yeah. But um, I read somewhere that he's... You remember when you know, when they do the events and it's like, yeah, we're uh, we're at the fast lane, uh, such and such, where I'm here. I'm Renee Young with Booker T and Corey Graves. Yeah, yeah. Renee Young is seeing Dean Ambrose. No! Yeah, straight up. Lucky, yeah. lucky bugger. And, uh, John Moxley, for all you Ring of Honor fans out there. Um, yeah, he's, he's awesome. And apparently the whole gimmick... He said that that's just him. He said because he spent a lot of time in his youth growing up in children's homes and stuff. So the whole sort of crazy street kid yeah. is just him. Um, who else we got in there? Bad Luke, news, Barrett. Yeah, we'll, we'll leave him to right, last. Okay. He'll be the champ. Okay. Uh, Luke Harper. There's not really much you no. can say about him. He was, he was in, He was. I think he was an integral part of the Wyatt family getting over. But on his own, same with Eric Rowan. He's just a bit shit. Yeah. That's all I can really say about him. Right. Um, ah, truth. No, we'll, we'll talk about Stardust. Cause I know you like Stardust. Oh, Stardust can kiss my fat ass. <laughs> no, he, I've seen a couple of his matches. He's all right. He can he can do a match because he's, he's from the American Dream. For that palic. He come from the American Dream's ball back. <laughs> yeah. He's always going to be good. He's come from the sweet sapphire. Exactly. Oh, yes. It's Stardust. Exactly. Yeah, but he he can wrestle to a degree, but I think they could have chosen someone much more better. What they should have done basically was because let's be honest, the WWE have killed Cody Rhodes. That's, yeah, he, he, he's gone. He's gone from the palace to the fifth dimension. Oh, the the sweet sapphire. I mean, he talked about how Cody Rhodes is dead, but basically Triple H buried him as he does with everybody. Because yeah. as Cody Rhodes dashing Cody Rhodes. He was complete awesome. with mustache. Yeah, he was a brilliant wrestler. I mean, it wasn't what eighteen months ago that him and uh, Damian Sandow were a tag team. Yeah, and they were brilliant. They were like tag team partner and best friends, <laughs> and they were brilliant. But they've basically killed him. They have killed him, right? Ah, truth. What's your view on our truth? It's crap. He's good. He's good on a yeah, mic with his Jay Bizzle. Yeah, Jay Bizzle and Michael Kizzle and yeah, uh, on all that Booker stuff. Tizzle. Yeah, but. 
He's cack. He's, he's cack. Our truth is basically the wrestling equivalent of Scooby Doo. The problem I have with a lot of the people in this, like the, the couple of people we've mentioned in this ladder match, like um, uh, uh, Luke uh, Harper. Yeah, Luke Harper. Um, bloody uh, Stardust. Stardust. Our truth. The problem with them three is they're basically glorified jobbers. Well, yeah, the jobbers with a gimmick. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So I. Th- I you get the impression they're just trying to fill up the... Uh, they're basically trying to get as many superstars <laughs> on yeah, there as possible. So it's a big extravaganza. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, we, I mean, and they... basically, they're trying to have a Money in the Bank match without it being a Money in the Bank match. Yeah, I mean, this this isn't the definite, this isn't the definitive list of matches. But like I say, we've got a week to go till... Uh, till, till WrestleMania! Till, yeah, till, till a big day. So they might get... I mean, I'm quite surprised they've not announced anything as far as the tag titles go. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's probably going to be a case of um, a four-team tag title match. Cesaro and Kid, the Usos, the Ascension, and the... What's them with the little bull fella? Oh, Los Matadores. Yeah, so it's going to be something stupid like that, and it's yeah. going to be a crap match. But, um, yeah, the... the the talent is wasted because they've got too many jobbers in there. But we've talked about everyone else, but we haven't talked about the champion. Bad Preston, news, Barrett. Preston's own bad news, Barrett. Yes. What a man. What a transformation. I mean, he came in um, with the Nexus. He was the leader of the Nexus. Hmm. And then he got injured and went away. He, I think he broke an, an elbow or something. He, he took a bump. Somebody fell out of the ring and he took a bump and balls his elbow. But he went off telly for a long time. Then he'd come back with a bare-knuckle gimmick. And then he went off telly again. I think he hurt himself again. And others, they were sort of... I think people were losing interest. They brought him back. They repackaged him as Bad News Barrett. And he would just basically pop up. I mean, you, you obviously, if you're a wrestling fan, you'd know and this. And piss people off. Yeah. He, I loved him, because he was a right miserable guest. He'd pop up halfway through an event with his, like, his, his podium would shoot up high above the thingy. And he'd have his gavel banging on the table. And he'd be like, Hello, Green Bay. Um, you're enjoying Raw today, and I'm glad about that, but I'm afraid I've got some bad news. And he just slagged off the local sports scene, and he pissed himself <laughs> laughing as he did it, and he thought, that's a proper old-school heel. Yeah. You know, cheap heat. Yeah. That's what you want. But yeah. the, the guy has got it all, and I think he's been so underutilised. I mean, it yeah, yeah. doesn't help that he's had injury after injury after injury. But the guy can wrestle, he can talk, you know, he's... He's a nasty bugger. Yeah, he's a mean old man. He's just playing nasty. Yeah, like the nasty boys. Yeah. It's a nasty bill. Yeah. And you sort of shove it down your throat all through 93. Yeah. But I think this is going to be a very <clears throat> special match. I, I think I this think, will be I, match of the night. Yeah. I'm going to go on a limb and yeah, say Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say that as well. Because most of the time when you've got a ladder match involved... People put their A game on. Oh yeah, and all these guys are kind of mid card people. And they're all gonna wanna. So they're gonna wanna get their moment. Yeah, it's quite sad really when you when you look at that and you see they're all mid carders. Yeah. And in there you've got what you've got. Bad news, Barrett has been Intercontinental Champion multiple times. Our Truth has, has held a few belts. Ambrose is a former Intercontinental Champion. Dolph Ziggler has basically done it all. Yeah. Um. Daniel Bryan. Stardust is former Intercontinental Champion, and I think he was Tag Team Champion as well. And last year, Daniel Bryan headlined WrestleMania. Yeah. He fought, he beat Triple H, then went on to beat um, not one, but two people in Batista and Randy Orton. Yeah. So it's quite sad to think in 12 months he's gone from that to the mid-card. Yeah. But um, who who are you calling on this one? I'm going to go with the champion. 
Barrett. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because he, again, he's had a lot of losses recently, and he, he deserves a win. Mm. He deserves. He deserves to have his bloody title back. I'm gonna go with one or two people on this one. I think you know exactly what I'm gonna say. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Hey. I think it'll, basically, those two there will no, steal no, no. the show. But who's gonna win? Uh, That's what we want. One one name, not two. Daniel Bryan. To legitimise the championship. And for the fact that it'll appease the fans that were pissed off that he lost the Rumble. Yeah. So, so yeah, so you're going with Barrett and I'm going with Daniel Bryan. So yeah. it's the bad news and the farmyard animal. The bloody you. champion. The bloody man. Andrew the Giant Memorial Battle Royal was something that was interesting. Uh, it was interesting for the fact that it's just a standard battle royal with a trophy at the end. Basically, all the job was in. Yeah, it was basically like the the battle royal at the Royal Level Hall, except they're not giving them the Samovar Trophy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last year was the first one, and obviously, um, the as they do with most battle royals in these big events, they bring everyone in, and then the TV shows like the main person they want to show coming in. And the last person that came in the ring was the big show. And he had his black singlet on. So immediately you're thinking, he's dressed like Andre the Giant. He's going to win this. But then they threw in a curveball and Cesaro won it. And it was like, hooray. You know, I'm happy about that. But... I think this is going to be, because for weeks and weeks and weeks, which seems like forever, WWE have been saying, Sheamus is coming back. He's yeah. going to be the one that the camera's going to pick yeah. up on. Yeah. He's probably going to win it. So I'm going to put, put myself on a limb now before we even talk yeah. about it and say Sheamus is going to win. Well, so far, and that the announced participants for it are The Miz, Curtis Axel, Axelmania. Axelmania that, will be running that wild. That gimmick apparently has saved his career. Let's be honest, he was on the verge of getting canned because the Curtis Axel thing didn't take off. It was just crap. Um, Axelmania, yeah, running wild. Uh, we've got The Miz, Curtis Axel, Ryback, Fandango, Adam Rose, Zack Ryder, Jack Swagger, Titus O'Neil, Darren Young, The Big Show, Kane, Eric Rowan, Damian Mizdow, Sin Cara, Goldust, Heath Slater and Mark Henry. So basically the cream of the jobbers. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I love Zack Ryder, but... but obviously there's Jesus. probably others they haven't announced yet. Oh yeah, they'll be like... Oh, I'm um, hoping to see... Now this is... Oh, an... Dallas has been thrown out. Yeah, that's what I mean. Hey, yeah. Sure. Diamond Dallas Page is my mate. Leave no, not Diamond right. Dallas, you dickhead. Uh, Bull Dallas. Oh, Bull Dallas, yeah. Yeah, like a girl. Yeah. No, I'm kind of hoping they'll at least get one or two legends out, like they did at the Rumble when... Um, um, when we marked out when Bubba Ray came yeah, out. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of hoping that'll happen. And when DDP came out as well, and I, yeah. I went nuts. Your yoga buddy. Yeah, my yoga buddy, <laughs> DDP yoga. Um, but yeah, I kind of hope they bring out one or two legends. They probably won't. It'd be nice to see it though. Yeah, they won't. Yeah, it'd be nice. They though. usually just chuck, they fill a ring full of jobbers, and then they Have... pick one guy to win. And yeah. then that guy does nothing in twelve months. Yeah. Look what Cesaro done? He won the tag titles, but nobody gives a shit about the tag. The last time the tag titles were uh, were meaningful was when uh, it was the the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and, and the Hardys. The Hardys, yeah. Yeah, but um. I'm still going to say it. I kind of hope they do bring out some legends. But one thing I think would be very interesting to do, and I don't, they won't do it mm. because it's WWE. They never listen to people. But I think it would be really interesting if they chucked a couple of NXT people in there. Just to make the numbers up. Not just, no, but to, to there are some big names in oh, NXT. Oh, yeah, I mean, you look at like, like Kevin Owens. Um, Finn Balor. Finn Balor, yeah. He the guy's be, got an awesome gimmick as well. Yeah, 
I think it would be really interesting to see one or two of them pop up because yeah. people really. I mean, if you go on the WWE shop, Finn Balor is on the front page. Yeah, he's he's basically the top selling uh, yeah. merch guy from NXT. Exactly. So it'd be really it's an interesting. interesting one, yeah. yeah, if they chucked a, just uh, and as well, it's a perfect opportunity to try them out and see how they cope in the the big leagues. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not like everything's riding on them because they're in a match on their own. They're in a match with a bunch of people who obviously know what they're doing. So if they they miss spots, nobody's really going to know Yeah, exactly. So I think it'd be really interesting. They won't do it. Oh, no. no, They won't do it. Of course they won't. Yeah, but as I said, Sheamus is going to come down at the end. Everyone, he's going to probably get a big pop and he's going to win. I'll probably, even though you can see it coming, you know everyone's going to mark out if Sheamus comes down. Yeah, yeah, of course they will. But um, I don't know. It's it's hard to call that one. Like you say, you, because you're expecting him to be there. You, you're I'd be very Seamus. surprised if he isn't. Yeah. I I you know what I I I in my heart of heart I won't ride back to win because it's about time the guy got a bit of a push. Now my second choice. Well, <laughs> I'm a I'm not going to say yeah I'm going to have two choices. But if I really didn't have this gut feeling that Sheamus is going to take it and win it and come back, my second choice. Would be Mizdow. Yeah, that's an interesting one. That because they sort of slow. See, the way they built Mizdow is what they going back to what we said about Randy Orton and um, Seth Rollins. That's the kind of build. That's up how they should have built Orton. Yeah, yep. it's just Mizdow. It's but yeah, I I could I could actually see that happening because he would get an amazing well, pop. Can you imagine that? That would be like moment. That'd be his WrestleMania moment. Yeah, it even would. if they sacked him next year, he's had his WrestleMania yeah, moment. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's <laughs> let's go straight down the line with Miz down with that one. Yeah, yes. so, so I'm, I'm gonna go with. Even though he's not been announced, even though there's no one saying Sheamus is gonna be in there, he, he's gonna be in there. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. my my pick is Sheamus, not because I want him to win. It's because mm. I know that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Head says uh, Sheamus, but heart to heart, the mega powers are united in a Miz down front. It's 14 years of the making, this match. It's the one that everybody's been talking about. And to be honest, it's the one I care about the least. It's Sting versus Triple H. Now, this one's been on the cards for a long, long time. For the last, I would say, 14 years. um, Maybe not even 14. I'd say the last 10 years. They have tried and tried and tried to sign Sting because they wanted him to fight Undertaker at WrestleMania. That was the big dream match for the fanboys and stuff. But it never happened, because to be honest, Sting, as, as much as Triple H, it makes me laugh every time he comes out. He talks about how, you know, Sting, you went down with the ship. You have to do the Triple H voice. You went down with the ship, and um, you disappeared for f- 14 years. Bullshit! He was at TNA, winning everything that they could do, you know, beating up a drugged-up Jeff Hardy. And rivaling with anyone that had come near him and being a bit fat and stuff. But But you don't mention TNA. Oh no, no, you never mentioned the, the competition. No, no, no. You know. But unless um, you buy him out. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. But that's been on the that's been rumoured for about ten years now, hasn't it? Yeah. The fact that uh, Vince has bought TNA and they're about to go down the pan. Yeah. Um but now it's um they finally got him. Uh but I don't think I think they should have just left it. You know, having even signed him as the, as, as alumni, and left it at that because he's not the sting. He's not the sting of five years ago. He certainly isn't the sting of ten years ago when he first joined TNA for ten, fourteen years ago, whatever it was. Um, from from what I've seen of him, he just sort of 
I don't know. What do you think? Or is he holding it all back until yeah. WrestleMania? Possibly. I mean, you've only, we've only really seen him move Monday when yeah, he yeah. popped up in the ring uh, with Orton. And to be honest, he looked he looked good. Yeah, the way yeah. he moved, you know, he, the way he you know, he bumped the Scorpion Scorpion Death Drop and the Stinger I'm Splash. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, the Stinger Splash. That's shit. Oh, it is, but it's a movie he's always done. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And to be honest... When but I think it's a shit name. When you think he's the same age as The Undertaker... Yeah, it's mad, And you see... It? And they've they both worked extensive... You know, yeah, yeah. Both, I mean, but where you think Taker's had a lot of... The last 10 years, Taker's had a lot of time off. But you look at Sting, Sting's worked a full, you know, a full yeah, yeah, schedule. Yeah. But you look at the way Sting moved around the ring. He still looks like he could legitimately kick your ass. But I think the thing with Sting... I mean, I could be wrong because I don't know their heights, but is Sting smaller than Taker? Yeah. Then there you go, then. Yeah, I suppose. Because Taker's a lot bigger. <laughs> There's a lot more of him to carry around. Yeah. But uh, I think they should have left it because I think this is going to be... It's obviously because Triple H will not give up his spot at WrestleMania ever. No, he has to have his <laughs> WrestleMania match. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be the one that's hyped almost as much as the main event. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a bore. I mean, you look, you look at last year when I mean, look, look at last year when he fought Daniel Bryan. He had this massive build-up with the smoke and the theatrics and the big chair and his, you know, the King of Kings thing and all that. And he lost. And, and women from NXT. Yeah, within like 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, the match was over and he lost. You know. Um, this is going to get hyped and hyped and hyped. And he's going on about, you know, he's calling the vigilante known as Sting. What a shit <laughs> thing that is. The man known as Sting. Yeah, he's Sting. Yeah, he's Sting. You know, we all know who he is. We yeah. all know where he's come from and the fact that he used but to... But it's basically to try and help the, the younger audience... Yeah. Get a grasp of him quickly. And what pissed Because what you got to remember is, and you said it quite rightfully, is when he first came in, I bet there was pe- bet there was kids in the audience like, who's that? Yeah, but, but, Yeah, and all the dads like, oh, it's Sting! Proper marking out. Yeah, 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 proper going ape for it because yeah. it's Sting. And I bet the kids are like, who's that? So exactly. that's why they've had to do it the way yeah. they have because the kids are going to need to know who yeah. it is. But when they had that, um, that little video package on Raw the other week about Sting... They didn't even use his voice. Apparently, it was Dolph Ziggler's voice. I don't know why, but apparently they used Dolph Ziggler's voice. That's just stupid. You know, Sting... Sting can talk. He did an interview after Raw. Sting... Granted, it was about five seconds long. Sting, of old, is a good mic worker. He's got got mic skills. So why use somebody else's voice? It's just stupid. That interview of about five seconds that he did after Raw, which is exclusively on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was okay on the mic, but he stumbled a bit. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know whether it was because he was trying to act excited. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's the first time he'd been in a ring for a long time. I Could don't know. Be, yeah. But, see, this match is going to be... It could if they do if they would have built it up right, mm. this could have been brilliant. Yeah, but for the fact it's they, been kind of cobbled together. They they started building it in November, November, but then they didn't really start talking about it until probably the end of January. Yeah, exactly. It kind of went quiet. Yeah. I mean, I've heard I what I think could be really cool. Now this is kind of like a little dream thing here now, but it would be really cool is if Triple H came down 
but had someone with him, i.e. Vince McMahon. Sting comes down Bischoff. with Bischoff. Where is Eric Bischoff? Oh, he's at... He's coming to Wrexham. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I the that... last I saw he was at TNA, but I yeah. don't know if he's still there. I'm not, I don't, I don't watch know. TNA. If any of you watch TNA, then feel free to contact one of us and just let me know... Um, where he is. Where he is and if you've seen him and if he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that could be... Because they, they, they have kind of sort of said, oh, it's in Triple H voice time now. It's WWE versus WCW and all that kind of stuff. So I think it could be really interesting if they had Vince McMahon in Triple H's corner yeah. and obviously Eric Bischoff yeah. in Sting's corner. Yeah. It could be really... Or even bloody Ric Flair in Sting's corner. Yes. Because Triple H did have a squabble yeah, with did, Ric yeah. Flair, so yeah. it could be something there. But yeah. It's a tough one to call, isn't it? Sting's going to win. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, if history's told us anything, it's that the last, what, three matches Triple H has had at Mania which was Daniel Bryan and the two Undertaker matches he's, he's lost. lost all three of them yeah. so if history tells us anything he'll get the biggest entrance but he'll lose, lose tr- the most triumphantly yeah. so I think it's safe to say we're a united front on this one but well. are they going to say do we want that to happen because that's technically them saying WWE is weak against WCW it's an interesting one, but then you also think, is Sting... I mean, they probably offered him a hell of a lot of money. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You think, is He's he not gonna, coming here for free. Is he going to come across just to get buried by Triple H? That's an interesting no. one. I, I don't think Sting would let that happen. No, it's not... He's, uh, he's, got, he's got a lot of pride, Sting. Yeah. It's one thing you can say about him. He's, he's got a lot of he's pride. He's a proud man. Yeah. And if, if they were to offer him gazillions of dollars and say... Yeah, you're going to come to WWE just to get buried by Triple H. That he kind of go, I don't like the sound of that. And that would be a bit pointless. Like, he'd be like, yeah, Sting, Sting, he's lost. Yeah. That's a bit shit. Yeah. Yeah, so... I think what will kind of happen is Sting will win. It'll be a good match, I think. Well, It'll be an alright match. Yeah. It won't be the one that they're trying to make it out to be. No, it won't be the Clash of the Titans. No, it won't be that. But I think it'll be... Um, interesting. It'll be interesting... And I think Sting will win, and then he'll kind of disappear, and he'll just be like a special attraction thing. And yeah. hopefully they won't get people who are much smaller than him to play his part. Even if, I mean, sadly, I think it's going to be a case of he's going to pop up at Mania, win, and then he'll never, you'll never see him again. He might pop up. I think he'll pop up every now and again. Or even, I mean... It's he'll a, pop up when like, the authorities pissing people off again. It's interesting. You could even look at it from a fact and think of it like this. What if they're looking for somebody to take that sort of WrestleMania spot from The Undertaker? That's a very good point. Mm, so he comes out once, twice a year, gets a, gets 12 paychecks a year, yeah, and yeah. turns up for one or two events. That's That could be an interesting one. Yeah, that could be an it. interesting one, yeah. yeah. So we're United Front on this one. The mega powers of uh, yeah, sting, United yeah. is going to be a Sting win. Yeah, I think it's going to be a Sting win, definitely. A win for the Stinger, for the Triple H Sting match. And the final match of the night, the main event of the evening, puts the 2015 Royal Rumble winner and the breakout star of The Shield, the badass Samoan, Roman Reigns, against the reigning... Defending, undisputed, conquering, heavyweight, champion of the world, Brock Lesnar. You have to say it like you're Mickey from Rocky. You have to say it with a lot of gusto. Yes. And be prepared to fuck your throat up. Exactly. So, yeah, we all know how this is going to end. Yeah. Unless 
a certain contract gets signed, which I have heard. Lesner. Yeah. Yeah, I have heard that pretty much. That, it's a done deal. Yeah. Well, I've no, I haven't, I haven't heard it's a done deal. I've heard, basically, it depend the the outcome of that match depends on how that comes yeah. about. If Brock Lesnar signs a contract, he'll win. He'll win. He's if not he going to want to stick around if he ain't got the. If he's not the yeah. main man, he ain't going to want to stick around. Yeah. If he doesn't that. sign the contract, he's yeah. he's out of there kind of thing. And if um, Brock Lesnar wins, mm. it will determine basically who wins the the US title and the IC title. Yeah, but then nobody's good. You're not going to know, are you? No, you won't know. Yeah. But basically, if if John Cena wins the US championship, and from what I've heard, if Daniel Bryan wins the US championship then Brock Lesnar is going to win and they're going to make keep Brock Lesnar as this special attraction guy so then whilst they're doing house shows and other events they can use the IC title and the US title as their main event matches yeah yeah I'm going to read you something now um I'll... oh good I thought you were just being rude and being on your phone while no, I was no, just no, no, no. talking uh, oh no! This is a it was a, a a supposed leaked script. Oh, is this the one where Vince McMahon comes down and fires him in the ring? Yeah. And the person said, "Oh, by the way, yeah, that's totally fake." Yeah. 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 That was interesting because it's as nah. crap as it was. It was something like, um, you know, uh, he puts um, he he hits he hits uh, Roman Reigns with seventeen German suplexes. And Michael Cole emphasises how it's one more than Cena received. He hits him with an F5, kicks out. Hits him with a second F5, kicks out. And it's all that, and it's a bit yeah. like, yeah. But then you could see them doing that. Yeah. I really can see. Because um, let's be honest, they're going to push and push and push. I mean, in in everyone's minds now, they're all saying, Roman Reigns. You can't do it, you can't do it. Well, not just that. They, everyone's saying, Roman Reigns is going to win. Yeah. Everyone's saying it. Mm. Let's be honest. Everyone's saying it. And that's why they're doing the whole, you can't, you yeah, can't. Yeah. So then everyone... Try, they're basically trying to do Daniel Bryan again. Yeah, they're trying to build him up. But you can't do it. Lightning doesn't strike twice. No. And let's be honest, Reigns isn't half the guy that uh, Daniel Bryan is. Well, Reigns has no charisma. No, they're basically... Uh, he's, what... he's got the charisma of a dishcloth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A wet dishcloth, because he always comes down <laughs> wet. Hair. Yeah. I like the fact, right, that with him, they have to make him look sweaty and intense, but they complain when Big E sweats. Yeah, but that's because that's his thing. He sweats. Not anymore, the apparently. The New Day haven't even got a match. That's pissed me off. Where are the day. New Day? New Day. Exactly. Let's get them in there. Yeah, but he has got the charisma of a dishcloth. And I want like um the last the fact that Mick Foley said it that they if they want him to get over and look legit they have to stop writing his promos. Yeah. Um, I watched him on Believe Raw. that. That is the world's crappiest. That is definitely that's the world's shittiest catchphrase. That's crapper than hardcore Holly. Well, what was his? No, no, no. He didn't have a pro. Just in general. Just in general, hardcore Holly was crap. I don't know. Bob Holly had in my eyes, uh, and a lot of people shared this sentiment. The best standing drop kick in wrestling. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, that was his selling point. The fact that the guy of his size could stand in drop kick. And the fact that he fought Al Snow in the Mississippi River. Al Snow. Al Snow. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Roman Reigns is cack. You know, I'm not here just to sort of shoot on Reigns and what have you, but 
I think they picked the wrong guy to push. Level you can well, see you, you why can prove they... it. You can see it. The Rumble. The amount of booze he got. Even when The Rock came yeah, out. Yeah, and people would expect if The Rock comes out, they go, oh, right, yeah, okay. This That's basically why final. they did it, to just kind of like legitimize him. But it didn't work. And even if you look at The Rock's face... He's like, oh, shit, he's like, this doesn't uh-oh, work. Yeah. something's gone wrong here. But you can see why they pushed him, because he's a big guy... He comes from a, a, a wrestling family, uh, but then he's got no experience. He's not the Bluebird. No, he basically went into NXT as green as you like, and he still is. He's still really green. I don't know why, you know, they've um, they think he's the guy to be the face of the company because he's not. It's his heritage. It's yeah, but that's that's irrelevant. I mean, even Randy Orton had to work for it. You know, it's I I just I can't. I think see they're it. kind of hoping lightning's going to strike twice, and they're going to have possibly another Randy Orton. No, or another another Rock. Bright. Yeah, another yeah. Rock. Basically, but the thing is that you look the Rock at, had charisma. Yeah, I mean, again, Roman, Roman Reigns has the charisma Roman, of a disco. Roman Reigns was almost. I'd hate to um, to mention the two guys in the same breath, but Roman Reigns was always the Arn Anderson of the Shield. He was the enforcer. He didn't say much, he'd just kick your ass. Yeah. You know, and um, that was always his quality. But to push him as this main event guy is just crap. Well, his promos are crap. I think, to be honest, um, if it wasn't for the fact that the guy was so bad in the ring and on the mic, Mason Ryan would have been that guy. <laughs> you know, old uh, ba- you know, Barry Griffiths. I love the guy, he's fantastic. I thought, I didn't think his in-work, in-ring work was as bad as people made out. I thought he was really good. And the fact that he was a Welshman on the microphone was fantastic. He was the first man to speak Welsh on Raw. That <laughs> says a lot for me. And the fact that he lives by, he's from by Black Rock. Nice. That's enough for me. I think the guy's brilliant. But I think if he'd have been, if the fans would have taken to him when they kind of pushed him, they Roman Reigns wouldn't have even got a look in because they were just looking for the next big guy. You know, and Ryback balls his own push-up the fact that he was chops it all over Twitter. Well, uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the problem I kind of have at the moment is for years and years and years, back in the 80s, WWE or WWF back then was the, was the land of the Giants. Just about big guys, yeah. Yeah, and then sort of the 90s came and they started believing in the smaller guys like your Bret Hart and your Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And now it's kind of gone back the other way. Yeah. It's come full circle again, and it it upsets me because you have again talents like Seth Rollins, who can read Daniel Bryan, and all that. There's only really, I would say a hand, not even a handful of big guys. Then I mean, you've got Ryback, you've got uh, Roman Reigns, you've got the two. Was it Eric Rowan and um, Luke Harper? Harper. Even to an extent, you would you say Bray Wyatt? Yeah, because he's a big guy. Yeah. but then a lot of them are sort of like regular-looking guys, regular-sized guys. I mean, but, they're probably big guys, but... But the little guys don't really get enough push. No, no. They just sort of couple them all. I mean, Case in point. Oh, yeah, another big guy, John Cena. Well, he... Yeah, Rusev. But, yeah, but how long did he have his... Yeah, no, but saying yeah. that, though. I mean, case in point is the ladder match. Yeah. Yeah. How many mid-carders, like we said, the mid-carders. Yeah. There. But, yeah, it's... Um, you can see where they're going to go with the the uh, Lesnar-Reigns match. Les, they're going to make Lesnar look dominant, but then at the same time, I think that basically everything Lesnar hits him with, he's just going to pop back up and take it yeah. and keep kicking out of every pin and 
basically make him look like a force. Basically, he's the guy. You know, the Undertaker couldn't stop Brock Lesnar, but, but Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns can. can. Yeah, you know, it's. I think that's how it's going to go. Yeah. But I'm hoping. Um, what I was hoping for, if I'm being honest, if they didn't uh, put the the IC belt on Brian, what I was hoping and praying for, it ain't going to happen, was uh, for Reigns to beat Lesnar, Rollins to cash in, and then Brian pop up and say, uh, I never got my rematch for my belt. And then work an angle between Rollins and Daniel Bryan. That would be undoubtedly the greatest series of matches in a long time because the both guys can wrestle, both guys can talk, so it'd be brilliant. But you know, like like we said before, um, Lesnar's on the verge of resigning a new contract, and you know for a fact if he resigns, he's one of one of the biggest stipulates going to be I resign, I keep the belt. Yeah, so definitely, but. I still think they're going to give it to Reigns. Yeah, yeah it's just sad. I think they're going to... They run the risk. They should have learned their lesson with what happened to Kevin Nash, what happened to... Even what happened to Sheamus. Sheamus was only around for a little while before he won his first world championship. And it took them so long to build him back up to being legit again. Because you get a lot of them where they, they win big straight away and it's like, well... What else is there for them to do? Yeah, you know they either evolve as a new character and people learn to love them all over again, or they just fall by the wayside, and they go elsewhere like Kevin Nash did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think they pl- unless they know what they're doing, and I doubt they do. Um, I don't know where they can go with this Reigns winning the belt. I really no, don't. No. But, but yeah. so your what? What's your your thoughts? Definitely Reigns. Um, I can't call it because I think it all depends on what happens with Lesnar resigning. And I'm not being funny. He is not the type of guy to put somebody over. Lesnar will not put you over in no. a month of Sundays. No. If he resigns, he wins the belt. If he doesn't and goes back to UFC, then the Reigns era shall begin. Yeah. Undecided. I, I think it's gonna be Reigns just because, just because. Because yeah, they're pushing him. Obviously, I'm hoping. It'll be, oh my god, Roman Reigns has won the, the championship. And then the music will hit. Seth Rollins okay. will come running down the aisle, chuck his, his bug, bug box at someone, say, ring the bell, and then curb, t- stomp, and curb stomp, take the championship, and have the biggest pop. Oh yeah, they'd go off. It oh yeah, people off. would be going mental. Definitely, definitely. Because there'll be the guys who legitimately like. Because there are people who really like him, like me. Mm. There are people who really like him, and you can hear it in the audience. People respect him. But then you have got the guys who legitimately. Mind you, they say that the guys that like Rollins are, are, are the guys that hate Reigns. Is yeah, as much. exactly. That's what I mean. So yeah, and there will be people like that there. So I think if they do it, you will get a lot of people kind of go yes. Definitely. They've done the right move. That'd be a wake up call at quarter to four in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I, I said I'm. I think Rollins. Uh, no, no, Reigns is gonna win. But I really, although saying that because a lot of people have kind of said they're gonna do it. Yeah. And Seth Rollins has hinted at it because mm. he mentioned it at Raw a couple of weeks yeah. ago. He said, "Oh, I could cash it in at Mania." Yeah. yeah. They could hold it back a little bit longer. When SummerSlam. August. Ah, it's August. I was going to say you could do it somewhere. That's the next big one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so basically that is our WrestleMania in a... How long are we on? 
An hour and twenty. An hour and twenty knots. I mean, no doubt it may not be an hour and twenty by the time we it's uh, you, you guys get to hear it. But yeah, that's basically our. No, 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 keep it to an hour and twenty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's basically <laughs> what we think's gonna happen at WrestleMania. Um, don't be a mug and get it on Sky Box Office for. I think it's about I don't, I, I don't, twenty quid. Yeah, is is it definitely on box office? Yeah, yeah, it's on box. It's office. on box office for twenty quid on top of what you pay for Sky Sports anyway. Or you could do what the smart people do, like us. The mega powers. Yeah, what the mega powers do, and subscribe to the network. Even if you watch, you subscribe to the network for only nine ninety nine a month. There's no subscription. There's no subscription fee. Well, there is. You pay ten pound a month, but there's no yeah. joining fee. There's no contract. So and you, you can get all, any time. Yeah, and you get all twelve pay per views all the way, all you know, throughout the year, including WrestleMania. We've not been paid for that. No, no, no. But so even if you watch WrestleMania and you think, you know what, this network thing's shit, you can cancel with no obligation. It's it's brilliant. And it won't cost you a penny. You get fourteen days for free when you join. Exactly. So, but um, not that we're condoning that. Kind no, of no. <laughs> but we're we're probably if depending on on how successful and how long we can be asked doing this podcast. We're probably going to chuck in a couple of sort of top tips from the network as far as when time goes on. But yeah, uh, but yeah that's that's basically our top and bottom. So don't forget, uh, WrestleMania 31 live from the Levi Stadium is on Sunday, the 29th of March, starting at midnight on the bottom box office and on the WWE Network. It's a four hour spectacular. So expect two hours of wrestling, two hours of crap fillers. Um, with, with musical artist LL Cool J, yeah, LL Cool J, and probably a host of other nomads. <laughs> so yeah, this has been the uh, the first ever Mega Powers podcast. Thanks very much for listening, and uh, check us out next time. We'll see you later. Yep, thank you very much. <laughs>